So I was on the internet one day looking around and I just thought, gosh, you know what? What women are out there doing what in the world of outdoor fun? And what I stumbled upon was a site called Trail Dames. And I was like, whoa, tell me more about Trail Dames. And as I dug in a little bit more, I found out that I've got like this sister on the other side of the United States that I didn't know I had. And her name's Anna. And she not only takes women out on the trails and not only talks about personal empowerment and and all around her power coming into it, she also plays a violin, which now I don't play a violin, but I can torture the hell out of one. So I'm hoping that you'll enjoy this conversation today. And thank you so much for being here. Hey there, Kelly here. And thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing? Hey, Kelly, I am actually doing fantastic. Good, good. I figured you would. Like anyone who runs around in the woods and also plays violins and has fun, (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be doing fantastic, right? (laughs) Yes, definitely, definitely. So tell us a little bit about what you do, about trail dames, and so people can get to know why I went, this woman has got to be on the podcast. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see. I mean, I'm going to jump in and tell you this is so funny because um, I, you know, I have a trail names podcast. And what I always say is, my name is Anna Huffmaker, but all my friends call me Mud Butt. And um, (laughs) Mud Butt is my trail name. So if we're out hiking, you can say, hey, Anna, and I will answer you. But if you say, hey, Mud Butt, not only will I answer you, I'm going to assume you're a friend right off the bat. So um, yeah, you know, the outdoors and hiking is my passion, but my my whole life has been steeped in music. And I'm going to say, actually, I'm also the world's worst violinist. Now I have degrees in cello and bass. That's what I play. I like those low notes, the big instruments. And our family owns a violin shop. And um, technically, I became the sole owner a couple of years ago, um, but I still make my parents come in every opportunity possible. (laughs) So I do spend my whole life surrounded by violins. And then when I go outside, surrounded by the mountains and the trails and um, and yeah, those two things together, it means that most of the time when you ask me how I am, I'm going to say fantastic. Yeah, I love it. So what does Trail Dames do? So Trail Dames, so technically Trail Dames is a hiking club for women of a curvy nature. That is our tagline, but um, but it has ended up being a much bigger thing than just that. So Trail Dames was created. I created Trail Dames because I did not see anyone on the trail that looked like me. And for those of you guys driving down the road, not watching this, but listening to this, I am short and round. I have been rounder in my past life of my life, but I've always been overweight. And um, when I finally started hiking and fell off of the trail, I just never saw any overweight women out there. So I started Trail Dames with that in mind to encourage women to get out there. Um, Now, what has happened is 
we have encouraged women of all shapes and sizes to come out. Yeah. Um, trail Dames is going to be for you if you're either new to the outdoors or you're unsure about the outdoors. You're really not, you really just don't know how to get out there and start doing it. Um, if you are a 20 mile a day long distance hiker, you're going to enjoy meeting us because we're very cool, but our hikes are probably not going to be your hikes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're for getting out there. We walk slow. We take lots of pictures. We laugh a lot. We usually go out to eat afterwards. Um, and um, we have grown and we're, we're trying to take over the country as quickly as we possibly can. Oh, you know, it's awesome because you're right. For the longest time, when I was out on trails, what I would see is either guys or I might occasionally see a woman who was usually like made me think that she came from Europe. She's long and lean. Yes. Those big strides, you know, I mean, she's tearing up the trail. I'm thinking, oh, I don't think I could keep up with her. And and that was that was what I saw. Um I do know that in the last few years, I've had the luxury and excitement of running into more and more people and getting more and more women out there because you're right. It really doesn't matter whether you're curvy or skinny or whatever. Walking is walking and trails take it to a new height. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know, it's it's like a lot of things in this world. Um, we grow up believing what the media shows us. And so for most of my life, the media, whether it be a magazine or TV or whatever, showed me that the women out on trails were, like you said, long and lean. They were on the cover of Backpacker magazine and they were fabulous. They just weren't me. And yes. um, and so there does, you know, and I don't care if you're riding horses. I don't care if you're rock climbing. I don't care what you're doing if you've got to break through a little bit of that conditioning that we all have you know then then it takes sometimes it, it helps if you have a tribe to break through that conditioning with trail dames is that trap because if you come on a trail dames hike to, i won't even say to you you're not allowed to feel like you don't belong you wouldn't <laughs> possibly be able to feel like you don't belong yeah because it just is immediately acceptance and we're here doing this thing yeah, you know, and that's something that's something I really love about women is yeah. the ability to create community, have camaraderie, and you know, whatever we do, right? Like whatever we do, but it's so good to have that. And it's so important to have that. It's like, you know, I mean, if you've ever read uh, Blue Zones is one of them that comes to mind. And one of the pieces of longevity is community. And having that community is so important. It's so so important. And you know, you know, also there's this magic. So first of all, women, we're good at connection. We do that well. We're we're good at emotionally being open with each other, but this magic happens when you do it outdoors. And um, and an extra piece of magic happens when you, this is going to sound silly, but when you're facing the same direction. So, you know, they tell parents that if you want to have a serious talk with your teenager, do it in the car when you're both looking forward. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I have been told that I don't have kids, but, but it makes sense to me. Um, and the same thing kind of happens if you're walking down a trail side by side with somebody, or even if one of you is a little bit in front of the other, the conversation can go deeper and um, to places that are more healing 
faster than you even imagined. And before you even know it, you'd be telling this stranger some of your special deep stuff and your dark stuff. And they're doing the same thing with you. And an hour later, you're like, you just feel so connected. And I think a lot of that is the magic of the outdoors as well. And the movement, yeah. when you're doing movement. I've met several people who, and I bet you've met a lot of these women, who um, they do walk and talk therapy, you know, and they've, they've found right. if you're moving and if you're outdoors, it's just a lot easier to just express yourself and be yourself. Yeah, I love that. And you are so correct. There's, there is magic, magic in the outdoors. Always, you know, you just know it. You know it when you get out there, you see people's faces change. Yes. So, okay, I'm going to change conversation for a second because we you mentioned something to me early on before before we went live about learning about power, coming into your power and and at one time being afraid of it. Can you talk about that for just a second? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, um, I've spent my whole life, I'm 54. I just turned 54, so I had to think about it. I'm 54. I spent my whole life not knowing if the way I felt was an Anna thing or if everyone felt this way. But most of my whole childhood, I, I just, I was kind of scared and I, 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 nobody would have ever called me brave, even though I was performing on stage for thousands of people all the time. It Something about my body and being strong and going out and doing something I would think about doing them but th these ideas just kind of always scared me because I didn't feel like I had the actual strength emotionally physically mentally spiritually all the above and um it is interesting because some of my early like even like middle school not super early but these memories would be of things like oh my church did a walk-a-thon and it was like 20 miles. Could I do that? Like, I always had these thoughts. Could I go do these things? And um, and when I discovered exercise, I was a senior in high school and um, a friend's sister was teaching aerobics. This was the 80s. We were we wore leotards and did aerobics. <laughs> and great feel the burn. And um, and. I was all of a sudden, like, you know, I'm not a very particularly strong person. Like I can't bench press a lot and my squats are terrible. However, there's this feeling that comes about, at least in me, that when I started using my body, the way it meant was meant to be used. The body is meant to work, you know, right? it's meant to move. It's Absolutely. meant to move. And I feel that way when I walk all the time, like, um, it's so interesting because, um, you know, I put on a little bit of COVID weight, like so many people. And like I said, I'm 54. I've hit, I'm perimenopausal, hopefully God soon menopausal, <laughs> which means <laughs> I creak and I'm a little stiff and I, nothing seems to really move as well as we would like it to. But as soon as I start putting one foot after the other, I start feeling like my body's going, ah, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I start feeling strong. And when I go up hills, I feel strong. And that's something that I didn't grow up having. Um, I kind of had to work hard to get it. Oh, but it's the best feeling. Once you can get it, it's the best feeling. You know, I'm glad you said that because sometimes I hesitate using that word. Like, because I don't teach people how to lift weights. Mm -hmm. I teach them how to move, right? And, and do it consistently. And sometimes I'm afraid to use the word strong because I don't want them to think, oh, you know, you're going to be in the gym lifting right and left. But the right. truth is, is that when we feel strong, 
whether really, whether it's in our body or our mind um, or our hearts, then we can do so much more. Oh, you can take over the world. It's incredible. And for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I cannot separate the feeling of physical strength from mental, from emotional. Now they're not always equal, (laughs) but you know, they, they go hand in hand. And um, I think that for me, it, it is interesting because you hear that idea that um, we don't want women to be afraid of bulking up or, you know, getting big muscles and all that kind of stuff. I think one of the things, because um, my general sh- body in general, like shape, my muscles, um, they're all kind of short and compact. Like if I were an Olympic athlete, I would never have been um, like a a runner or a high jumper or whatever. I don't have that long lean, you know, I'm short and compact. And somebody once told me, oh, you're built for strength. And it made me kind of feel proud. It made me feel like, oh, this body that God gave me, the universe gave me, oh, it's good for something. You know, I can't do the splits, you know, but I can, you know, I can climb a mountain that, you know, right. I can go uphill for five hours without stopping if you if I want to. And so I think for me, strength has such a positive connotation because it means, yes, I'm supposed to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I do. That's I mean, that's. Well, I, I remember one of my one of my people saying, I want to be able to get on an airplane with my backpack and turn around and put it over my head and toss it into the overhead bin. And no one even considers asking me if I need their help. Oh, and that's like, great. Yep, isn't that nice? Like that's, that's a, that's a strength. That's a strength that we have internally that we can like show externally. Well, and I just um, had to say, I want to meet that woman because I, I love the way she put that because for me, immediately that definition of strength, it didn't only encompass putting a backpack over your head in the compartment. It encompassed, you got on a plane, you're going somewhere. Right. And you're, you're an the adventurer. kind of person who's taking a backpack. Yeah. Like all you of got a sudden, a backpack. That, yeah, that strength is, means a lot of different things. And that's pretty cool. It does. <laughs> yeah, that little teeny weeny story is like, makes you, it gives me chill bumps if I really think about it. Yeah. There we are, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. So, tell me this. Um, I'm going back to Trail Davis for a second. What's next for you guys? Has it been like you know? It's been a little weird the last couple of years. So, are you guys doing events all over the country, or are you in one area, or how how does it work? If somebody wanted to just find y'all. Wow. Okay. First of all, yes. Hasn't it been just super weird for everybody? So um, (laughs) if you want to find us, traildames.com, it's very simple. We have a website and then it lists the chapters that we have. So the way the board decided to, um, to deal with COVID when it first started happening is at first we did do like a two month, shut everything down, you know, you just, don't we feel kind of naive now, like back two years ago, oh, right. we didn't know anything, you know, <laughs> we knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to figure out, get it, you know, what's going on, you know, and um, then 
we have chapters around and each chapter has one or two women that are in charge. They're called the head dames. And what we did is we empowered each head dame to make her own choices because as we've all learned, everyone has very different opinions and very different comfort levels when it comes to this pandemic. And so um, I have I have a couple of different chapters where head dames have very serious underlying health conditions and um, they either are, have just now started hiking again or one of them is not yet. Um, and we support her in that because we want her to get out when she's comfortable. Um, we have a couple of chapters that as soon as we open back up, jump back out there and, you know, some of the. You know, we have some basic national guidelines, but we really try to make every chapter feel like they can do what feels right to them. I will say this. If we have to have a world pandemic, nobody wanted this, but if we have to have it, thank you. That Just thank you so much that the safest thing you can do is do something outside. Like, how great is that? You know, it's if, true. If, you know, because again, my other life is music, you know, symphonies shut down everywhere, Broadway shut down, rehearsals, chamber music. Now people are trying to play concerts in a mask. Do you know how miserable that is? So I'm very, very grateful that in Trill Dames, we are outside and that's, that is one of the things that is still really safe um, for you to do if you're distancing and all that good stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is interesting. I think that someday when we look back, I mean, well, right now, you and I have both seen it. The number of people who have discovered the great outdoors the last couple of years oh, is yeah. shocking, right? It's shocking, but maybe not in the best way. <laughs> right. I know. I know. I, I don't want to be a snob, but yeah, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, where did all these people come from? And, and you know, I, I mean, I want your listeners to think that I'm a lovely person. And usually I am very much the lovely person, but let me tell you, those first couple of months, you know, my social, everyone, if you're an outdoor person, your social media exploded with pictures of like forest, not uh, like forest service roads with cars parked as far as yeah, I could see. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is my outdoors. <laughs> People need to go home. <laughs> and I, I was not very lovely back then. And so, <laughs> but no, now I, I, I understand. You understand. I, 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 I absolutely just, understand. There's enough outdoors for everyone. There's enough outdoors for everyone. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> Please stay off my favorite trails. <laughs> That's your new mantra. Instead of let's get outdoors and play. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. We'll probably have to cut this. Trail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, we cut this entire section. Everybody will be like, listen to those two. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is that all my outdoor people, uh, friends, they all agree. You know, we are, it is, I mean, you understand if a, any woman comes up and says, oh, my gosh, I discovered hiking during the pandemic, um, you know, I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, I'm sorry we had a pandemic, but hey, you know, I, I want women everywhere to get out on the trail. So if I have to put up with parking difficulties and a little crowding, I can do that. So, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Because there's just like so much that women get. I mean, even more than men. I, I truly believe this. Even more than men. Um, you you learn that you can do things that might have been a little uncomfortable, that you don't have to be afraid of the outdoors. And, you know, I mean, almost 99.999% of the time, I am so comfortable in the outdoors, it would never occur to me not to be, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, 
But I also want to say you can be afraid of the outdoors, but do it anyway, because, mm, mm, mm. you know, and that is that so many of the women that come to the dames, you know, they are, they're concerned about, um, they're concerned about the real outdoor stuff like snakes and bears. They're concerned about um, just this idea. What if I get hypothermia or what if I run out of water? Uh, a lot of them are just concerned with how they're going to look. What if I'm too slow? What if I'll hold up, hold up this group oh, yeah. of women that I never even met before and they all don't think nice things about me? You know, so bring all those fears, but come anyway. That's what I like to always tell women. I agree because like, I think that's one of the biggest fears is I'm going to be the one holding people back. Always. And that, and it, I have to tell you, like if there was a tagline, tagline for trail dames, it would be that, you know, um, yeah. that don't worry. I promise you're not holding anyone back. Right. You know, plus, yeah. Yeah. I've been the one holding say, people back. You know, <laughs> yeah. We all, oh, please. That's why I mean, I did, when I fell in love with hiking, I spent years hiking by myself and, um, and I did all my learning by myself. It was a slower learning curve than it needed to be, but because I was so afraid of holding people back. And, um, you know, but um, one of my trail dames said years ago, and she was absolutely right, at the back of the pack, that's where all the fun happens and it's where all the transformation occurs. And so, because because nice. nice. all respect to everyone on a trail dames hike, but it's those three or four of us in the back that are really pushing extra hard. <laughs> that's, you know, that's where the good stuff is really happening. Yeah. And I am so glad you brought that up because if there's one myth like I could go out of this life having having blown the smithereens is that we're going to hold people back. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're right. It is, that's where the transformation happens. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is, is that, um, you know, you, you mentioned how women more than men, you know, we, we just get that all this great stuff from the trail, you know? So of course we're talking in generalities, of course. And, um, and, you know, I love men probably more than most people. <laughs> I adore men, but we do generally have a different approach, you know? And for us, for women, the approach is about the journey, not the destination normally. And for me, what that really means is I'm not usually paying any attention to how fast someone else is going anyway. I never like, like almost never think, oh, they're kind of slow. Or I, all the time I think, oh, they're really fast because then I'm too slow. But mostly I, we're having a conversation. You know, we're talking. They're telling me about their kids or their job. We're, we're discussing the latest movie we saw that's so fantastic. You know, Lord of the Rings, whatever. <laughs> um, and so that judgment that we think everyone else has about us, we have about us. That's it. We have about ourselves. So. Nope, that's so true. And I have to tell you a, a really bad story on myself. It's not about being in the back. It's about new people on the trails. My sister was with me on a hike and we're hiking along and we come up on this, this lady and she's standing there and she's just like standing there like a statue, right? And I'm like, okay. And she said, snake. I went, snake. And I looked down. And there's a snake, right? And I went, ah, that's a good looking snake. Not thinking at all. Step across, keep going. My, my sister's the one that said, Kelly, that woman is terrified. Oh, oh that can help yeah. her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so right. Like, where was my brain? Like, it was not in the help mode. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. Well, you know, the, um, um, my friends get sick and tired of hearing my same stories over and over and over and over. But I do have to tell you, like, um, when I first came into hiking, um, my very first hike ever, I got invited to go on with by a very good looking man. And there was all these really cool people. And I just wanted to be like them. And we're going on a hike. Right. And I just got in my head that hikers, real hikers, weren't afraid of snakes and they loved to go uphill and that that's what I needed to be. And, you know, I spent years and like I would go hiking and I, and I would just say to myself over and over, I'm not afraid of snakes and I love to go uphill. And, you know, <laughs> now it took several years, I won't lie. <laughs> but both of those things came true. And, um, and for, you know, for women that are out there that are worried about snakes, I will tell you, number one, if you go on a group hike at all, you have a lot less chance of seeing them because we make so much noise. I mean, you know, make like, so much noise. Yeah, they're, ten women walking along the ground there. Like, yeah, you're not going to see usually bears, snakes out where they we scare them. We tell people that we don't see wildlife because we are the wildlife, but uh, <laughs> but it's true, you know. So um, and um, I will say this too, just this is a total little aside. I don't know how many of your listeners are going to run out and start hiking, but if you truly are worried about a specific thing like snakes. Um, you know, Facebook has all groups for everything. I found a giant Facebook snake identification group for Georgia, where I live. And um, now I won't lie, for the first couple of weeks, there was just like nothing but snakes on my Facebook feed, which is not quite what I had in mind. <laughs> but within a few days, I, I was appreciating their beauty. I was able to kind of identify them. I learned a lot. And then even more so, I'm not afraid of snakes at all, you know, and I'm, and I do love going uphill now because I feel strong. We get back to that wow. strength word. So <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. So we went all across the board here, but before we wrap up, let me ask you, is there something that you would like all of us to go away from today? Knowing, thinking about anything in general? Other than well, snakes are great and I love to go uphill. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think about all the things I want to say. And I, I'm not trying to sound like a really bad Oprah episode. Like, you know, <laughs> but I, I think if there's one thing I would want to say, that what, 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 I, what I would want everyone to, to actually feel. And this is actually what I have to remind myself of every day. And that is that you really are worth it. You are worth taking the time, uh, and, you know, and if hiking is not your thing, because I meet amazing women who look at me and they go, oh, no, ma'am, that is not my thing. That's fine. But whatever thing out there that's calling to you, you know, I loved your story. I looked at, you know, when you were a little girl, horse, that horse called to you and you found a way to own a horse, whatever is calling to you. Um, you may think that you're too busy, you're too busy being a mom or a wife or a career or whatever, and that you really don't deserve the personal growth in your life and to have these things that you love and that you want to have, but you are, you're worth it. And when you reach out and you learn something new, you try something, you become, um, I don't know, the energy you put out it makes all the people around you want to do the same thing. And all of a sudden, everyone around you is going, ooh, I'm going to go try this. and I'm going to go try this. And you literally will make your community richer. It's so cool. It, it is, it's just, it's small little things, but it's so cool. You're worth it. So I, I just wish that um, not just now, because it's beginning of January and we all want to go out and be perfect and amazing. But, you know, in May, 
when you're sitting on your couch and you go, you know what, I always wanted to learn more about oil painting, or I always want to learn how to play golf, whatever it is. Yeah, go just, just go do a Google search, find a meetup group and do it because you're worth having, you're worth paying that into yourself. Sorry, I could go on about this for a while because it's a really- No, no, I love it because you're right. And it's, it's so much more, like you said, I mean, not only do you enrich the people around you, but you also, if you are ever afraid that you're taking time away from people in your life, you're really instead giving something back to them yeah. that they'd never get any other way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have um, two fabulous friends. You know, it's not really often that you can have three women be really, really close, like that triangle friendship, but I have a few of them. And one of them, it's so neat because um, the other two women do have children. Um, and they talk about how taking away, you know, every couple of months we get together, the three of us, and they talk about how their kids go, oh, you're going to spend time with your friends. And they talk about how they're teaching their children to um, to honor adult friendships and to feed your own soul and put time and effort and energy into all your relationships in your life. And it's a really cool thing. You know, some women would go, oh, no, that takes away. I can't do that. I've got to be home. No, you're teaching your kids that. You're, te- you're giving them a gift. Yeah, you're giving them a gift. You really are. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. And once again, your URL is just traildames.com. Traildames.com. We have, um, go visit the website. We have a charitable foundation. Um, we collect money and help other women get out there. Uh, usually when there's not COVID going on, we have a um, conference every other year that we do, a women's hiking and backpacking conference. We have a Trail Dames podcast, which I'm really excited because rumor has it, Kelly, you're going to come be on it. Let's start. <laughs> Which would be a lot of fun, I think. And um, so we have a lot going on and um, we'd love to see you on the trail sometime. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com. And on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.